fuck is this? All right, whatever. We'll make it work. Hello, fellow hooligans. Welcome back to another episode of Quick Quotes. This is the uh, first episode of the new year, 2023, uh, living in the future. Um, you know, we just decided a new year, new us. Um, I am getting a drastic haircut. I'm doing the uh, half mohawk. Um, Goofy said he is changing his name. He's tired of his government name of Goofy, and he would like to be referred to as just Goof, you know? <laughs> um, he says he just identifies as just Goof, um, you know. I, uh, I like the other one, the more uh, the more royal-sounding one, Goofias. Goofias and Goofias Maximus. <laughs> after like- after the last episode, you're like, I just need to bring that back, you know? We need to have some, some Praetorians, some Rexes, you know, Goofus Rex. <laughs> Something that sounds like a philosopher. <laughs> It'll make me sound smarter. I'll put on some glasses. No, oh, there you go. Not even they didn't have glasses back then. It'd be a uh, you just got to carry around uh, fucking tablets with you and pretend like you're chiseling stuff in there, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you got to be like that. Uh, what was it? Um, the thinker. Uh, the the sculpture. Where he's just right there, you know, head on his hand, mm-hmm. just thinking really hard. Thinking, and I'm naked. <laughs> and you're naked. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So what's new, Goof? New year, new us. You do anything new? Not really. No, not really. I mean, you and I hung out a little bit, but uh, it's just cold, man. Man, fuck, it's, it's really cold. cold. Uh, I came by uh for the holiday weekend uh, to hang out with my family, and I, you know, hung out with Goof a couple of times. And uh, Goofy lives on the outskirts of town where it is the foggiest, most silent hill like. I was just about to say, if you look outside, <laughs> there's probably something that's going to kill you. There's Pyramid Head dragging his giant uh, hoe because, you know, it's agriculture out here. So he's just over here, you know, just plowing the fields. <laughs> yeah, be careful when you come out here, man. Something's going to kill you. Well, yeah, I was uh, talking uh, before we recorded about that article. Um, on the way here Saturday night, there was an accident on the 33, and uh, cops were just outright turning people away. They're like, nope, we're not going to be able to go through here for some time. So I had to find like some creative routes that were even sketchier <laughs> going through the fog. You couldn't even see like more than maybe 10 feet ahead of you, you know. I remember once I was coming back from work, I, I worked the night shifts. and Yeah, was, out by the I-5, right? It was fucking foggy dude yeah yeah so i was just driving by and i'm like i'm gonna take a shortcut home and it had rain right before so i was it was the back roads that were all super muddy i'm like i can't see that far i'm super blind and uh, i've got everything working against you everything was working against me and uh, you're like let me try to feel this i'm like hold on i'm inside a vehicle so the thing is i was feeling i was feeling out the road right with my <laughs> tires and i'm like if, I'm, if, it's not, if it's not bumpy i'm not on mud right well guess what the day before some tractors decided to go through so everything was muddy so i'm like i don't know if i'm on the road i'm on i'm on dirt what what, what am i on and I'm like, I gotta turn back. I look behind me, like I can't even. I don't even know if I could turn back. It took me like 20 <laughs> minutes to find my way back home. I'm like, Fuck. <laughs> Fucking goofy, dude. It sucks, man. Like if you're blind and it's super foggy and you can't see, like what are you supposed to do? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what. <laughs> at that point, yeah, you're supposed to just, you know, get rides, I guess. <laughs> what at three in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, man, it's time to pick me up. <laughs> I get it, man. I get it. I figured it out, though. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah, not a whole lot new for me. You know, just getting ready uh, for my Vegas trip coming up. Um, Vegas? Yeah, yeah. I'm going uh, to LVO um, to play in the Star Wars uh, Legion tournament. Um, me and I think there's like five other players that are going, so that should be fun. Um, five other of my locals, at least. Um, Did you figure out that um, that sleeping situation? Yeah, we got that all straightened out. I um, you know, sent them the money and whatnot. 
but no, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, man. Uh, this new year for the shop, at least, you know, where I work at, we're going to be running a lot of new uh, learn to play events, a lot of, um, you know, in January, February, just, you know, this is a new year. We want to get a bunch of new players ready to go. Um, kind of gauge the communities as well so that should be fun um but yeah, other than that you know just same old same old in the sense of you know putting out content you know i know there's a lot of people that like the quotes and stuff and it's just fun to talk about in general uh what'd you bring this uh this episode goof so i really like will ferrell do you like will ferrell i like him he's cool he seems nice <laughs> he said a lot of fun things in a bunch of his movies so i'm gonna be quoting a, uh, a couple of things from three different movies it's gonna be Talladega nights yeah Step Brothers. Oh, I love Step Brothers. And the other guys. And <laughs> the other guys, that's right. <laughs> I will be bringing um, quotes from, I don't have a whole lot, unfortunately, so I'll, I'll probably let you go first and last on this one. Um, okay. Only got a handful just because it's hard to remember all of them. Um, I haven't read these books in a while, uh, but I got um, a few quotes uh, from Jonathan Samuel Kent, who is uh, also known as Superboy and Superman and Lois Lane's son. Um, he's got a few quotes that I liked. Uh, I I love the character. I'm a big fan of the character. I'm a huge Superman fan, and I feel like Jonathan Kent's like a great evolutionary step for the Superman family. Um, they've done some weird stuff with him lately, which I haven't been a big fan of. But uh, I'm gonna be speaking specifically for the uh the Superboy version. Yeah, he's the the bridge between humans and Kryptonians. Yeah, yeah, he's good. a human uh Kryptonian hybrid, which is pretty cool. All right. Uh, let me see. Let me bring something up real quick. Since uh you brought it up. From um, one Ricky Bobby, if you're not first, you're last, right? If you're not first, you're last. So for a little bit of a context, uh, Ricky Bobby's a uh, famous NASCAR driver. He's, he's He loves going fast. And uh, one of the things he was taught when he was young was if you're not first, you're last. You got to be a winner. You got to be first or else uh, what are you if you're not first? all that matters is being first right mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you got second third fourth place you know if you're not first you're last mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least that's what he took from it initially right yeah so that was a little bit of part of the movie was just that uh, uh his dad left him when he was super young and the whatever and it traumatized him but it, he left him with those party words and stuff like that so it stuck with them and it made him uh it made him what he was uh, uh towards the beginning of the movie was this super great NASCAR driver. He was always great at driving. He's uh he was the best at it. He was a winner. He was he was a winner. Um, and uh, he decided that uh that was his uh not his mantra but his uh, his motto to live by, and uh that was uh that was what he lived by for years and years to go. For it left him it, it, it took him to success. I mean he was the best NASCAR driver in, in was was it Talladega where did they live? So uh, I forget where they live. Talladega Nights. Uh, Talladega is just one of the like it's the circuits. Tracks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's just one of them. Um, no, because he would do a bunch of other ones. Um, but yeah, no, he 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 was again. He lived that winner mentality, right? But the problem with living that winner mentality is, uh, you don't know what to do when you lose. You know? Oh man. <laughs> well, I might cover a little bit later, but uh, yeah, go ahead. All right. Uh, for Superboy, just giving a little bit of background as to the context of some of these uh, quotes. Um, like we said earlier, he was, he is the human Kryptonian hybrid of Superman and Lois. Um, but he doesn't know. He doesn't know what's going on. Um, really, he's raised. You know, uh, they're raised initially as the Smiths, not the Kents, because um, they're kind of hiding on the DL. Um, and then. 
his powers start to manifest when he's nearing the age of 10, just about, or right around that age. And uh, this is one of the quotes he has when he's talking to his father. You know, he's talking to Superman. And the quote is, uh, up until a couple of days ago, I thought I was a normal kid with normal parents living a a normal life. But that was a lie. Now I'm hearing about other planets and aliens and dad being Superman, even though there's another Superman. And I just I mean, what I really know is what does all this mean? So he's so confused, which is. um, It's it's confusing for a kid growing up just being a human, right? Uh, but yeah, to imagine that you have powers, to imagine that yeah, your father is Superman, but there's another Superman because during this uh, time, during the Superman Lois uh, or Superman Clark and Lois uh, comics, um, Superman was running kind of like like Black Ops uh, heroic missions. You know, he would save people kind of on the DL because um, there was the New Fifty Two Superman and whatnot, and. Uh, so they're just kind of trying to be a normal family. And then again, Superboy or Jonathan starts manifesting powers, finding out stuff. You know, he finds Superman's outfit and whatnot. Just kind of being confused and just trying to figure out what it all means. And what it also means to be him. Uh, again, he's in a, in a very unique situation um, that I'll talk a little bit more about later. Uh, but yeah, he, he not only does he not know what's going on. Clark doesn't know what's going on either. Clark was a alien raised by humans. Mm-hmm, I was about to say, and uh, but he but he was a complete alien with the powers and the way everything manifests. Uh, even even Clark has no clue. He's like, yeah, dude, uh, you're half human, so I have no clue how this is gonna work. Um, but I, I just thought that was a cool quote of a uh, you know again like there's been points obviously not with. <laughs> superpowers and uh different planets aside you know and superman all that you know there's been points where it's like what the fuck what does it all mean what are we doing like what's going on <laughs> well uh what i was gonna say was um clark also had to go through that as well like he grew up thinking he was a human completely like right and uh his parents did his best their best i mean to uh to raise him the love him the way he was whether he was alien or not they raised him and they raised him pretty well and the situation with with um with uh superboy is um it is a little bit odd um again i think that being half throws in a lot of uh more mystery too because if anything it makes it more mysterious or more confusing because you like to think like well we know what's going on like as the reader (laughs) we know you know we know what's going on in the sense of like oh yeah what's a superman's kid he's gonna have powers i'm like yeah but he's also lois lane's kid you know who's a human so we have no in knowing more knowledge, we know that we know less as well. It just means he's going to be a reporter. Right. <laughs> a superpowered reporter. And uh, we we run into it in the comics a lot where um, things happen and Superman tries to be like, you know, this is what happened with me. But with you, it's, it's a little different, you know, and it comes into play a lot of like because he is a hybrid, things kind of work a little differently. There's things he's better at, things he's not as good at. Um, than Superman was and we don't know if that's because he's a hybrid or because of age too he's only 10 years old around that time 10 11 you know he's, he's pretty young mm-hmm. um I think it was 12 I forget I mean he, he's he's a I want to say fifth sixth grade you know early middle school maybe late elementary um but yeah he's a relatively young kid and yeah he just thought he was a farmer's kid for the longest time um but I, I thought that was a cool quote yeah no you're good uh, that was pretty good I, I love Superboy um another oops. Uh, another Ricky Bobby one. I really like this one because <laughs> he's so stupid. Um, this is after he broke up with his, or his um his ex wife, the one that only married him for his money, his fame, or whatever. Uh, they break up because obviously he's not. Uh, at some point in the movie, he loses it all. It all goes away. He he loses his ability to be the best driver. 
and um he met he meets another woman and um you know they they both get a get a little bit intimate or whatever and he says uh are we about to get it on because i'm a, i'm as hard as a diamond in a, in a nice room right now <laughs> and, <laughs> like that's how you talk to people <laughs> It's just funny. It's just funny the ridiculous stuff that comes out of these guys' mouth. Yeah, Will Ferrell's a genius when he writes some of his stuff, and this is uh, <laughs> just the concept. Of, yeah, I'm, I'm really hard right now. Are we going to do it or not? Because, <laughs> because you got me going. That is a good one. That is a good one. Um, so here, uh, one of the other quotes. I, I, I said it earlier. I, um, I have a little bit less uh, Superboy quotes just because I haven't uh, read the books in quite some time. I'll probably go back and do that. He also time. has a lot. Yeah, um, but uh, one of the quotes is just a quick one. He's asking Damien, uh, do you think you want to grow up to be like your dad someday? Um, which is, you know, it's such an innocent quote. Um, the rest of it is like uh, Damien replies, you mean old? He goes, no. And John Jonathan replies, no, good, because uh, his father is good. And uh, this is towards, if I remember correctly, it was towards the end um, of the Superboy's first story arc or the first uh, series. Um where a lot of stuff comes, or Damien's uh, obligations kind of come into question. You know, he's he's the son of Batman, but he's also the you know the grandson of the the uh, demon. You know, um, uh, Rosagul, yeah, yeah, and Talia's kind of trying to you know they're both kind of guilt tripping him back and forth, and that's what I like about Jonathan is he's the only one who can kind of understand the difference or understand uh, the problems that Damien's going through having. Two different worlds. Yeah, two different worlds. And also um, two exceptional parents, right? And who do you live up to? Who do you want to be like? And then at the end of the day, it's like you are yourself. You are you. You know, you are, you can't be anyone else. You can only be yourself, um, which sounds kind of cheesy or corny or, you know, like not the best answer. But it's, it's true. Again, Damian Wayne's going to be his own thing. He's um, just like Jonathan Kent's going to be his own thing. Um, so when he's asking him, you know, very innocently, he's like, do you think you want to grow up to be like your dad someday? It's, it's such a earnest question. Um and uh, which is great because the character Jonathan Kent definitely looks up to his father. You know, he's boy, he's so proud of his father. Again, who wouldn't be right being Superman's son? Um, which it comes in here and there of living in that shadow, but also just wanting to, you know, Jonathan's whole thing. It's not like Damian Wayne. Damian's in the in the Bat's shadow, and he's always going to be looked at as the Batman's son in the sense of like, you know, will he be as good as him? Um, and he's trying to, you know, all the Robins eventually want to get out of the shadow, do their own thing. Whereas, uh, Jonathan, he just wants to live up to what his father did. He wants to make him proud, but while also, you know, making his mom proud. Um, and he wants to be good, right? That's his whole thing is he's never been like, oh, I don't want to be good. There's had moments where he's, uh, he's had hiccups with his powers or done one thing or another and it, and it cost him, you know, there was a, uh, I want to say a scene, there was a moment in the comics where, when he first gets a laser vision, he accidentally kills uh, their cat. Um, so what had happened is I think it was like an owl. It was like a barn owl or some type of like falcon or whatever picked up their cat and he got upset and he looked at it up in the sky and he laser beamed them. You know, he heat visioned them <laughs> and it killed them. And it's just, you know, that just breaks you as a kid. Like, what the fuck? Like, even in, in your even in your attempts to save them or just, you know, without even thinking, you just you kill something that you care about. So it's uh, again, there, there's moments where, you know, even he thinks, like, am, am I good or am I good enough? Right. Mm -hmm. um, especially lately in the series when he's they aged him up, you know, uh, spoiler alert, uh, you know, uh, Michael Bendis aged him up just for the sake of aging him up. And he's kind of taking the place of Superman for a while and he's trying to live up to that and just not 
kind of coming short a bit, but also, you know, he's going to have to come to terms at some point that he's not his dad. You know, he's got to be his own thing. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a good quote. I think that's a good comparison, having both Damien and um, Superboy. Uh, the Super Sons. Well, not just that. So when we see Superman and Batman, we think they're a great team. The two two sides to the same corner, whatever, because one lives in the day, one lives in the night. One uh, instills fear, one the, the other one uh, inspires hope. Um, and then they have both have children, right? And then they uh, they both grow up, and then you're like, well, they both have their own little dynamics as well. They both have, and there's still something to compare them both to. Like they're both going through this little trouble where like, um, how do I live up to being this or this? Whether I'm my mom or my dad or whatever. And I think that's a really good comparison where you have them growing up and they both have something to compare to. Like, hey, are you going to be like your mom or your dad? Because I don't know what I'm going to be either when I'm going to grow up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can't really tell the future. And then again, your plans, you know, might might not be, uh, you, they might not, things might not go according to plan, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, good on, <laughs> good on uh, Damien for being a better rock than uh, Superboy sometimes. Because he's got a good head on his shoulder, Damien, I think. He's a little pompous asshole sometimes, but yeah, he's a... But that's part of it, though. You know, he, he feels entitled because he's had a lot of stuff, you know, entitled to him. Um, Dude, but he's basically royalty, I think. He is, yeah. He's the closest thing we have to royalty when it comes to, you know, DC superheroes. Um, I mean, Jonathan, too, you know, Lois Lane's not something to just shake a stick at. You know, she's world-renowned. Um, I think on the notor- notoriety or famous, you know, or, or impact or level of impact, uh, you know, she's right there on par with Raza or uh, Talia Al Ghul. Um, Did she get a Pulitzer yet? A what? A Pulitzer? Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't care about Lois. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let me let me hit you with another one. Uh, we're gonna jump to another movie. This is uh, Anchorman. And for a little bit of background. Uh, Will Ferrell plays a, an anchorman, and he's a, he's the most famous anchorman in, in San Diego. Everybody loves him. Everybody loves seeing him, talking to him. He's this uh, figure that everybody wants to aspire and look up to. And uh, uh, at some point in the movie, they try to sabotage him, and they uh, all, all he really does is when he reports the news, he, he likes to read off a teleprompter, and whatever it says, he reads it. And in order for people to sabotage him, they give him this thing to read out, out at the end of the night. And he says, uh, go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> and uh, he doesn't realize what he said. He just thought, he just like, I read off the teleprompter. I did the right thing. And I, I said in a smooth, sultry voice. And um, he says that <laughs> it, it throws everybody for a loop. Everybody starts freaking out. They're like, how can you say that on live air? First of all, you can't say the F word on live television. That's, that's a no-no. Also, he's saying it to San Diego, so that's the city he lives in. Everybody loves right, him. Right, their market, basically. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, we, we loved you. <laughs> that is a good one. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> All right, what do you got for me? I only got two more. Um, Go for it. So this one's uh, it's just a fun, quick one. Again, it uh, shows a little bit more about the characters. Uh, he's basically replying to... Um, to uh lois's mom he's like oh come on it's friday damien's dad lets him stay out all night which is funny right because you forget (laughs) with these characters you forget that they are kids you know i remember as a kid you know being able to stay up all night was a big deal you know you don't realize as an adult you're like fuck man i'm beat i'm tired um 
but like yeah dude it's, it's such a fun one it, it reminds me again like it, it throws it back to him like yeah these are kids he is just 10 years old so there's that innocence in there as well um but yeah he's telling his mom and i think his mom replies i wish i could remember the exact quote but it was something like oh yeah uh, uh damien's dad has a lot of problems basically <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> And I also just think like, yeah, he's out all night, but he's out there fighting crime or whatever. He's right, like, he's, just he's doing his little job. <laughs> I thought that was a good one. I, I'm just thinking about that. Like, yeah, I used to go to sleep like at nine, nine o'clock. That's 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 the time to go to sleep, right? Right, nine, ten o'clock if you're pushing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, uh, let me get you with another one. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on I'm gonna jump on to Step Brothers. And uh, and stepbrothers, you have uh, Wolfhill's character. His name's Brennan, and uh, <laughs> he's this forty-year-old uh, guy who still lives with his parents. And uh, he, uh, his mother, is getting remarried, so he's gonna get a new stepdad. And he, he's not really happy about that. He's like, uh, "I don't want this to happen or whatever." I'm not gonna call him dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he says uh, the name of the father's name is Robert. And he he says to the mom while they're driving to the new house, he's like, "Robert, better not come to my, better not get in my face, cause I'll drop my motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> and just the mom's reaction, like, "Brennan, you can't see that he's your dad." <laughs> and just uh you remember watching that movie together? Yeah, right? dude, I love that movie. Just the idea of like uh, two adult. <laughs> Two adult men just uh, not getting along with their parents and acting real childish and stuff <laughs> like that. <laughs> I just remember what was it? Uh, the um, yeah, that one. He goes, "I'm not gonna call him dad, even if he tells me to." <laughs> <laughs> I there's a lot of lines from that movie that I say all the freaking time, dude. Like, um, what one of the ones that I quote all the time? I don't know if you have it on there or not. It's the one where he's burying him. He's like, "What are you doing, man? I'm burying." <laughs> you he goes you can't do that i'm alive man i'm alive <laughs> i say that shit all the time dude uh, yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of quotes don't, don't worry man. <laughs> remember it's the catalina fucking wine mixer man catalina wine mixer all right what you got um i just remembered one uh when we we're talking about uh batman and uh and uh, lois lane and all that stuff there was one where uh there was a uh, issue where you know they hear a, a knock on the door and and uh, Jonathan answers it, and he's, and it's Batman, and he's like, "Whoa, Batman knocks!" Like he's asking, like, <laughs> "Batman knocks?" <laughs> and uh, you know, they go on a whole story about how you know Batman's whole thing is he's sneaking in through windows this yeah. and that. Well, uh, that he snuck in on like you know accidentally when Lois was I don't I forgot what it was. It wasn't that she was changing or anything like that. She was like making coffee or tea or whatever, and you know, like spilled shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, and after that. Batman knocks. <laughs> <laughs> like Batman knocks. Did it get, did it give a whole context of that situation or no? No, that's what it was. It was okay. the, 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 she was explaining like, yeah, you know, he, he came in one day and surprised her or whatever, scared her, mm. and she's like, after that, Batman <laughs> knocks. That's a, that's nice. That's a little. It's like a neighborly thing to do. Is like, you know what? We, we got to be a little bit respectful, and I'm gonna give up what I do a little bit. No more sneakiness to your wife or your home. I'll respect it. I'll I'll, I'll knock when I need to. <laughs> well, also that's the mom. That's the wife. She's you know the matriarch of the family. So it's one of those like, uh, yeah, you're gonna do what the wife says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the clock's like hey, she's gonna give me a headache, and I just I don't want to deal with it, man. Just knock. You think I want to listen to this broad all night? <laughs> Imagine Superman talking like that ah, with just- the with the beer in his hand <laughs> there is an action comics book that i want it's uh it's when paul kent dies 
and uh, it's him. It's, it's Superman on the fence uh, with Paul Kent, you know, and they have their arms hanging over. And um, in the redone version, they have a can of whatever, Perca-Cola or whatever it is, you know, the, the DC Universe version of soda cans. Yeah. But in the original one, it's beer. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you can't have beer on the cover. So they recalled them. Yeah. But there's some out there. So I'm still trying to get a hold of that one. I thought that'd be a cool book to get. That is so nice. Uh, oh, cool. That's when Jeff Jones was writing it. And I think they had Gary Frank doing the artwork. So he's really good. They work a lot together, actually. That, that's super old-fashioned, good old uh, Midwestern uh, beer out in the midnight. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're out on the, you know, out on the farm and whatnot. But yeah, I think that's the issue where his his father dies. Yeah, uh, he gets a heart attack, and you know, he gets scared or fight or thinks Clark's dead or something like that. He gets a heart attack and dies. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let me get you with. Uh, uh, so throughout the movie of Step Brothers, you have uh, Brandon and his brother. They're they're fighting all the time or whatever. But at some point, they start getting along. You know, they they find a common enemy. And uh, they start developing this friendship or whatever, and they start sharing things together. And one of the things that made me laugh a lot was <laughs> uh, they're they're sitting together, and he says, um, "You know what, man? I still hate you, but you got a pretty awesome collection of nudie mags." <laughs> I mean, what what brings people back to bring, brings people together more than uh, you know sharing a little bit of uh, what you what you enjoy, <laughs> some of your sit- passions, you know? Yeah, and just two men, grown men sharing and looking in good old fashioned <laughs> porn. It's so funny. <laughs> it just tickles me. It tickles me so good. Right oh, there. definitely, dude. Yeah, they had a bunch of fun moments too. The the katana when he's showing him, he goes, "Who's the signature?" <laughs> Randy Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Did we just become best friends? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> All right. And this will probably be my last quote uh, for Superboy, uh, for Jonathan Kent. Um, but it's uh, in the Superman series, I want to say, when he... Yeah, because I think Pat Gleason was drawing it. So it's uh, early on when he's um he's showing his dad. He got the little Super Superman, Superboy outfit. Or the shirt. He showed him the shirt underneath. And he had got it at like a, a thrift store or something like that. and uh, Or like a little convenience store. I forgot what it was. But it was a Superman S. And uh, he's asking him like, uh, he goes, well, what is that, Superboy? Or why do you, why do you, um, and he goes, why are you wearing that, um, you know, cause, uh, for Superboy or what? And he goes, and his reply is, uh, no, sir, lots of people wear, uh, lots of people wear Wonder Woman's, Wonder Woman symbol. Some even wear Batman symbol. I just wanted to feel super like you, which is a really great quote because, again, he's looking up so much to his dad. I know as the reader, you're like, this is the new Superboy. They're building him up for this and that. But when you look in the context, when you look at the uh, the character you know, in universe, he is just looking up to his dad. He's so proud of him, and he wants to make him proud, and he wants to be just like him, and, you know, uh like that happens a lot, you know, especially when you're a kid, you want to be, especially if you have a good, you know, a good father, you want to be like your father, you want to do everything they do, you want to just make them proud, you want to get their uh, recognition, you want them to, you know, uh, acknowledge, you know, their acknowledgement of what you're doing is right, um, and for, for him to just want to feel just super like him, right, you know, the, the superpowers aren't what makes Superman super, it's, you know, just his, what he, what his essence, what he symbolizes, what he, what he, the virtues he upholds, and and uh, you know, so it's just I thought that was a good little moment where he's like, no, I just wanna, I just wanna be like you, you know, like I just wanna be like you, which is a pretty cool, again, really, really cool scene. I feel that. I mean, growing up, you know, you and I both love reading comic books. Uh, we love superheroes, and we would wear superhero shirts and stuff like that. I oh mean, yeah. I wore the Flash. I wore Spider Man. I wore a bunch of stuff. You wore some Superman stuff as well. And 
And sure, we wore it because we like the character, but also we like what they symbolize, what, yeah. what they stand for. More well, yeah, than, when they see that, they're like Superman. Like, it's, you know, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. when other people see it, they're like, this guy likes Superman or he likes something about the character. Mm-hmm, exactly. All right. Let me hit you with one more. Uh, I really like this because uh, at some point, yes, they're, they're in Step Brothers. You know, like I said, they're friends and they're, they're liking each other again. And then at some point, they, it falls apart. Something something breaks them apart and they hate each other again. And uh, um, What was it? It was... um. They had a big fight. Uh, I don't recall what the big fight was exactly. No, what it was, it was uh, the parents are splitting up. Yes, that's right. The parents are can't deal with the kids. Uh, yeah, because they're being fucking crazy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And they're like, we, we can't do this, so we're going to break up. And, and then they're no longer stepbrothers. Yeah, and then they start blaming each other for everything and stuff like that. And uh, at some point, he... Uh, <laughs> He uh he messes with the drum set, which if you remember, the drum set was a prized possession. Oh, that, that was before. That was before the fight. That that was that was a uh, before the fight where they became friends. I want to say yeah, because they were still kind of being like uh there was some animosity before them. Mm. Um, <laughs> why are you all sweaty? <laughs> <laughs> I was watching cops. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I remember this part because it was really funny and I really liked it because at some point um, Will Ferris character uh, gets uh, the drum set and he puts his uh, nutsack on it. And uh, he tells him, uh, your drum set is a whore. I teabagged your drum set. <laughs> you touched my drum set? I didn't touch your drum set. Oh, yeah. There's a little chip on the, on the little stick as well yeah. and everything like that. They're like, oh, my God. There's so many cool quotes <laughs> in the movie. Remember the, the, the bunk beds? They make those that makeshift bunk bed thing. Like, so much room for activities So now. much room for activities. <laughs> uh, I think I killed him. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's dead. <laughs> no power tools. <laughs> there's blood everywhere. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that's such a good movie. There's that. Um, there's a Stay Golden Pony Boy. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny because that was the first time he had sex, right? Yeah. He's like, oh, oh. And she she took over. She took the reins. She's like, I'm I'm the one that that's gonna do the everything. And then when she walks out, she smacks him in the ass like Stay Golden Pony. <laughs> I like uh, what was it? Uh, as soon as you go to sleep, I'll put you right in the face. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. <laughs> I, for, I wish I could remember the exact quote. I have to rewatch it, but he's basically saying like, uh, "Oh yeah, me and your dad are gonna double uh, team your mom, double team your mom." <laughs> <laughs> well, the idiot sleeps <laughs> because he called them. Uh, he called them the R word. And he's like, y- y- "You don't say that." <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, man! I love that movie. I also remember too all the time uh, that that one time when he's a. Uh, I think it was the basically where they're gonna get divorced. It was the uh, one of the dinners leading up to it. It was the uh, they're up in the treehouse. He's like, "Your brother is an asshole," and he, he comes up and uh, he shows him his abs. I'm like, "That's clearly a different person." Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> they yeah they super just like cut out the top of the yeah. person. Like you obviously, the, I forget the name of the character. Uh, yeah, yeah, the actor. He's a really good actor. Yeah, yeah. He's really funny too. And uh, <laughs> he's like, I don't, I don't need carbs anymore. Blah, blah blah. And look at these abs and these super sculpted abs. There, I think they're kind of sweaty as well. So yeah, he's, he's all glistening. glistening. And like, that's not the same person. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. I remember him wiping his ass with the fucking bath. 
Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, man. That movie's so good. Yeah, I need to rewatch it soon. Yeah, great. I mean, movie. I think it's on one of the streaming services. That'll I have. be somewhere. I have to check it out. Um, but yeah, that was a episode, really quick episode of quick quotes. If you guys want to know a little bit more about uh Superboy Jonathan Samuel Kent, uh we will be uh discussing him further in a, another podcast we're doing that Goofy is hosting called um Character Select. So yeah, keep an ear out for that and uh anything to add, Goof? Coming soon. Coming soon to the ears on your head unless you're deaf like me. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I'm giving you a Oh, <laughs>